Welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Certified Financial Planner Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth LLC. In this podcast, we help individuals and couples plan for a peaceful and enjoyable retirement. Join us on this journey where we explore the importance of simplifying the retirement planning process as Stephen, with his years of experience and expertise in retirement income planning, along with guest experts, will help you achieve first wisdom, then wealth. And don't forget to check out the Simplify Your Retirement online course and other great resources at SimplifyYourRetirement.com. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth. I'm excited for today's episode, Stephen. How about you? I really am looking forward to it. I love the uh, the topic, the theme of this uh, season, and uh, I know everyone's going to enjoy hearing from our guests today as well. Absolutely. So again, uh, for those that are just stepping into this or maybe haven't caught anything before, uh, what are we covering this season? Yeah, season three uh, of the podcast is all about the mission of Wise Wealth. And, um, you know, we, we cover it pretty much. It probably doesn't hurt to, to mention it at the beginning of each one of these episodes. And uh, the mission of Wise Wealth is to guide investors on the path to financial significance where they are free to give and to serve and to enjoy life like never before. And uh, what, what excites me about that is that's the mission of the firm. That's what we want to help our clients be able to get to a place where they can do this, uh, where they're free to do these things as soon as possible. Uh, that gives us all um, a mission. That gives us all something to look forward to. That gives us all uh, something that we can get up every day, come to the office, be excited about helping people do. Um, there's a lot of things that go into that, you know, from financial planning, retirement income planning, investing, and insurance, and all those things. But the goal is still the same. Uh, that's why we exist. And what's great about that is that's not only the mission of our firm to accomplish for our clients, mm-hmm. but it's also the mission of this firm. Yes. And, um, and as an organization, uh, we are involved in all these things. I think it's important for people to know that um, as an organization, uh, we're involved in giving. You know, Wise Wealth gives to, to charitable organizations. Wise Wealth uh, is involved in serving, you know, our staff and our team um, and also in enjoying life. Sometimes we have a good time together. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I know that so far this season, what we've been doing is we've been kind of walking through, we talked in depth about the mission statement and Mm -hmm. kind of broke it down phrase by phrase. That was uh, back at the beginning, season three, episodes Mm -hmm. one and two. But then we started to make a shift to really focusing on each of the three main categories of this, the give, serve, and live. And so with give, we uh, talked to Evan Lang Mm -hmm. about giving and a couple clients to kind of help motivate our clients, uh, our listeners to be able to say, Yes, I can do this right. too, and that's exciting. But today we're uh, making a shift to serving, serving, absolutely. And so, you know, like you said, we have three different parts of the season. You know, giving we've already covered today. We're going to continue, you know, talking about the second part of that mission, encouraging people to serve. And um, like I just mentioned a second ago, we want to, as an organization, we're involved in this, but also as individuals. I know that the people who work for this firm. Um, you know, what I love about working with the people that I work with every day, whether they're their operations team at Wise Wealth, whether they're their financial advisors, 
that they believe in this mission themselves. We're, we're not, none of us just, uh, you know, teach this to other people or preach this to other people. It's what we want you to be able to do because we know uh, that's how they're going to be happy. Um, if they're generous people, if they're involved in the lives of other people, what I love about it is not only are we encouraging our clients to do it, not only do we as an organization involve ourselves in these three things, but I know that as individuals, uh, the people that I get to work with every day here at Wise Wealth are also involved in all these things. And one of those people is Samantha Compton. Samantha is a financial advisor with Wise Wealth. She, uh, we introduced Samantha to everybody on the podcast in season two, episode nine. Uh, so that's where we talked about that, you know, Samantha, when she became a financial advisor, why she's involved in financial advice and, and so forth. So we won't get into all that today, but I did want to talk to Samantha today about serving. So first of all, Samantha, welcome to the podcast again. Thank you, Stephen. This it's is your second, here. second time. I know. I feel so in honored. Three seasons. It's exciting. <laughs> that's great. Well, yeah, I want to have you on today to talk about serving. We're going to talk to, you know, we, we've talked to some of our clients about serving, uh, but then also I want to talk to you. Um, just about what it means, you know, to serve. So first, before we get into an organization that I want to talk to you about today that you have, you know, started to help with this, just you in you yourself, why don't you tell everybody what you, what, how you serve, what, uh, what things do you like to serve in, you know, what capacity, you know, boards that you've been involved with, those kinds of things. Well, let's see. So I've been here at Wise Wealth. I'm not going to get too much That's into right. that, but yeah. I've been here almost least, five years. Yeah. And then this is my 10th year as an advisor. So mm -hmm. I absolutely love what I get to do. But, you know, just in the season of life that I'm in, I have found the value of serving, serving others in many ways. You know, we can have lots of financial successes and we can uh, have lots of memories that we create and we can do all these things in life. But the thing that really brings the most satisfaction, I think, is really serving others and, and coming outside of ourselves to be able to do that. And one of the things I was really thinking about at the beginning of this year mm -hmm. is, you know, we had a really tough year, COVID, right. last year. And for a lot of people, I think the hardest part was the isolation. Mm -hmm. And right. when we're isolated for an extended period of time, our body language tends to become more closed. Yeah, because we're keeping to ourselves, we're protecting ourselves. Everyone, yes, right. exactly. We want to protect our children. We want to protect our parents. We mm -hmm. want to protect ourselves, and so we draw inward. And right. when you do that for an extended period of time, I think that we lose the value of extending your arms again right. and opening opening those back up to right. people. And and so right away, I think I, back in January, I was thinking about this, thinking, you know, I've really gotten out of the habit of mm -hmm. serving because I've been in protection mode. Right. And I don't want to yeah. stay there. Right. Because I I really do think that as we begin to shut down and pull in, we lose energy. We yes. lose vision. We lose joy. all kind joy. Right. Absolutely. We lose relationship. All of those things that really bring true value to our lives, yeah. we begin to lose. And so I think serving and being intentional in serving mm -hmm. is very life giving. Absolutely. Well, I love that. I think it's a great point. You know, you know, when coronavirus, we were in the middle of all that last year. You know, people get this, you know, sort of protectionism mentality. You know what I mean? We've got to protect ourselves. You almost become 
selfish and it's not necessarily a bet you know what i mean in the bad sense of that word but you become focused on yourself yeah. and your family and making sure like you said everyone's protected and and that's really the exact opposite of you know this attitude i would say of you know wanting to serve others and give back and so normally when a tragedy happens anywhere whether it's locally regionally all over the united states people tend to be willing to give and to serve and to help out but all of a sudden this one it was like all of us were impacted by it so it was like every man for himself yeah yeah. And so it was different. So that's great. So yeah, I can see what you're saying, how all of a sudden it feels like, okay, you know, we've got to, it's me, myself, my family, forget everybody else. But now that it's kind of, you know, we're getting past this thing, we start looking at the needs of others. When I think about, you know, you know, giving and serving, you're the related in some ways. So, you know, when we talk about giving, a lot of times we're talking about financially. Um, and I know you do that as well. But in, when you're talking about serving, we're giving in another way. Uh, we're giving back, we're giving to others, and it may not cost us money to do that. Sometimes it may when we're involved in serving, but some it really involves the other thing that we all have, you know, been given to be stewards of and managers of, and that is time. Yes, absolutely. And I think that is actually a harder thing for some people to give yeah. is time. And it, it depends on how much time is available. But I think no matter whether you're giving or serving, uh, giving financially mm -hmm. or serving with your time, it's a sacrifice. Right. It's not, oh, well, I'll just, you know, give all the extra that I have. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's going to be a sacrifice at some point. That's right. I mean, it's going to cost you something. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a great point. Exactly. All giving costs us something, whether we're writing a check, you know what I mean? That means we're not using it for something else. There's a cost associated with that. And, uh, and I think that's where, you know, really the joy and happiness comes in. We know we're giving of our so, especially when we're serving, we're giving away something extremely valuable that is rare, you know, money and, you know, money you can accumulate more of potentially, but time, we all have 24 hours a day. We have 168 hours in a week. So when someone gives that away, you know, what does that say to the person who's receiving that? Yeah. Hopefully that means something. Yeah. Hopefully that is, uh, you know, being cared about yep. um, making me people know that and understand yeah. that they're tr truly cared about. Absolutely. And I think for us, it also keeps us in tune with others needs, because if you're going to give, mm -hmm. you first have to know what the need is. Yes. And if you want to know what a need is, you better have your eyes and ears open. And that <laughs> is another exercise of getting outside yeah. of ourselves. Oh. What's going on around this yep. person? What is their need? Wh yeah. What are their words saying? What are their actions saying yep. that they may need? Or finding a general need yeah. uh, of people in general and giving yep. in that way. Um, That's both. very good causing yeah. us to be outside of ourselves. That's right. Well, you mentioned that uh, a few minutes ago, and that is, you know, the word intentional. Uh, you people that want to be involved in serving others, it's it's not, no one's going to knock on your door probably and say, hey, can you serve here? You might get an email. Uh, you might get a phone call saying, hey, we need some volunteers or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's easy for, it would be easy to, you know, quote unquote, drift uh, through life, it'd be easy to kind of hide, you know, from hearing about any of the needs, but there are a lot of needs out there. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities to be able to give financially, but also organizations that are, that are good, that a lot of people care about, that people could actually just volunteer their time, Absolutely. which is yeah. valuable. And, and like you said, it, it's probably not hard to find those. Just open your eyes and open your ears and be looking for it and you'll probably find it. And especially, you know, I found when pe working with people and that is we all have our own thing. You know, we have our thing that we really care for some reason. It just touches our heart. That's what we want to give to. I may want to give to one organization. You may want to give to another. Paul may want to give to another. 
even serving. You know, there may be school boards, there may be church boards, there may be all kinds of things. And it doesn't, you know, really matter because, you know, serving, you know, helps that organization. I always look at, you know, giving and serving from two aspects. You know, one is what it does for the organization that you're giving to and serving, how much of a huge help that is. These are normally nonprofit organizations. Uh, they can't pay for people to come in and do these jobs every day. So you giving up your own time away from family and not earning money during that period of time is huge. But I want to ask you about what does it do for you? You know, what do you think it does for the person who serves? I mean, you're, you're making a sacrifice. It's costing you something, either time away from family, friends, or, you know, relaxing. So why is it worth it? To me, it reminds me of how much bigger life is than just what my world is. Mm -hmm. And that reminder is extremely important. Um, if I want to be a part of anything bigger than my own life. Right. And, and I think we're all built for that. I mean, right. God made us to be <laughs> part of something much bigger than ourselves. Right. And so when we don't function in a world outside of ourselves, then um, we are not going to get to experience the different gifts and talents maybe that we've been given that we don't even know are in us. So that's, right. that's one thing, just discovering new things about ourselves that we enjoy or can give away. But every time I have been able to give, I have always received something that I didn't expect. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you think, oh, that's going to make me feel good, which is pretty self-centered. Right. Or, you know, wow, this is really going to help this person. And every time in a different way that I've been intentionally involved with serving, there's something that I get back mm -hmm. that is so unexpected. It, right. It's either meeting somebody that I would have never come across in my regular life that has rich things inside of them right. that they're giving me, or it's even just discovering sometimes that I need to be a little less selfish right. um, because sometimes we get caught up in our lives. And we don't even realize that, right. that that's where we're being. But I think it ultimately reminds us that we're part of a bigger picture, right. that we're part of something bigger outside of ourselves. And that that is really where the richness of life is, right. is in that space. Well, I think that's a great point and, and I appreciate you bringing that up. It also comes down to like, you know, being more thankful, you know, when you go out there and you serve, you know, whether that is like, say, for example, a soup kitchen or some, uh, you know, I, I remember volunteering. I was part of this um, leadership Lee Summit group um, where, you know, you, you do different things around Lee Summit and you learn and they wanted us to go out and do certain hours of community service and just going to, you know, place every, you know, on Saturdays where they were feeding, you know, people that, you know, were either hungry or homeless or whatever the case may be and giving them bags of food and those kinds of things. So just it causes you to be, you know, you know, grateful for what you do have and the blessings you have and those sorts of things, which is always a good thing. Oh, it definitely does. <laughs> um, and then uh, also, so I want to talk to you about wise women. Um, so the wise women group that you started uh, a few years ago, um, why don't you tell everybody about that? This, I think this is a great uh, group uh, that you started, a great, you know, organization. You started for a reason. We'll get into the serving part of this, but just in general, mm -hmm. you know, why did you start this wise women group? And, and really, ultimately, I want you, I want you also, before I forget, I want you to tell everybody where they can find out more information about wise women too. Okay, sure. So we have a website. It's wisewomen.education. Wisewomen.education. There's no .com or .anything other than just the .education. So okay. wisewomen.education. And so, you know, we are getting ready to celebrate our four-year anniversary in awesome. August. Um, so we actually have our celebration in September, but it's been four years. Mm -hmm. 
So I'd say probably my third year into being a financial advisor, I was noticing a trend. And the trend was that whether I was sitting down with a single woman who was single by divorce or through loss of a spouse, or maybe even a spouse that was declining, uh, maybe with Alzheimer's or something, or if I was dealing with a woman who'd never been married or even a married woman, mm -hmm. there were some consistencies in the feedback that I heard from them. And there were some things that I noticed. And mm -hmm. some of the things I noticed were just that sometimes women were afraid to say the wrong thing or afraid they'd right. use the wrong words in financial conversations. Right. And so because of that, they would just hold back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they would defer to, if they were married to their husband, mm -hmm. um, some of them even deferred to male uh, family members if they weren't married mm -hmm. and brought those with them. Um, but many of them were afraid to use their own voice and express the things that were important to them simply because they were afraid they didn't understand the language or they would use mm -hmm. the wrong words. And I like to describe it like going to the mechanic when you're a single woman and you're trying to to describe what's wrong with your car mm -hmm. and you're trying to mimic the noises and you, you feel really silly and right. then they look at you and you just know you have this big bullseye on your forehead right. that says, charge me anything because I don't <laughs> know right. what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I need the filter. I need exactly. the wiper blades. And yes. <laughs> and so it causes women to feel vulnerable. And so the other thing mixed, so mixed with this fact that most women, like 85%, it's a very large percentage of women will actually at some point have to face financial decisions on their own. Wow. Okay. And so with that in mind, knowing that some women um, see their, you know, husband in that long-term finances role where maybe they're doing the cash flow right. um, of day-to-day -day finances. Paying the bills. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're seeing um, their spouse in that other role. And at some point, something may happen to the CFO of the family, as I like to describe right. it. And then when the person who's the non-CFO of the family has to all of a sudden address all of these things at once, and they're also grieving or dealing with difficult emotions, mm -hmm. it, it is a very difficult time to make financial decisions right. that are wise. <laughs> right. And we end up making yes. unwise decisions yep. with the, all of those factors. And so what I wanted to do was create a sp safe space for women to come together learn about financial things, outside topics that affect their finances, and be able to learn together, encourage each other, support each other, even yeah. learn from each other. Yeah. And so that's why Wise Women started was because I had seen this and I really wanted to provide a place for just ongoing financial education. Yeah. And then it's just expanded from there. That's awesome. So it was about empowering women yes. and giving them opportunities to be educated. Yes. Uh, so really, in a lot of ways, it's a great extension of your wise wealth. Yeah, you know, it's what we do for our clients as a firm. But then you you took it in, uh, you know, particular to make sure women had what you know we call it a safe place or safe space to really get together. Um, I know it's a place of a community. And so, how often do does wise women meet? Wise women, the luncheons for wise women are once every month on okay. the second Thursday right. um, from eleven thirty to one okay. every single month. Um, we're also going to be having some quarterly events and some evening events. Okay. And then I'm also going to be adding some resources at the wisewomen.education site so yep. that if somebody is not local, they can still benefit from some information ongoing. That's awesome. And so, you know, who does someone, so you have a luncheon every month. 
you always have a speaker. Yes. What are some of the topics you guys have covered? And it's not always financially related or investment related. I know you guys have other topics. You're trying to enrich yeah. women in a lot of ways. Right. Um, and, and by the way, I, I've been there. I've been invited, uh, Paul, as a guest a couple of times, uh, even though uh, it's it's a little different you know, for me to be there. But uh, I've been able to have the privilege to speak to, to yes. this women's group. And it is a great, great group of women. It's awesome. They meet down here at the Stanley yeah. Still, I believe in downtown Lee Summit. It's it's a great group. Uh, yeah, you know, women from you know that are business owners, some women that are at home, just all kinds of women. So I guess I would ask you who who can come, who can come to this uh, this event that you have. Sure. Is it open to the public? Is it by it invitation is. only? It is not by invitation. It's open to everyone. Awesome. And it's also a very inclusive group of women. Uh, yeah. One of the first things that people say after they visited once is, "Wow." That was such a warm, engaging group of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody is about their status or their, right. uh, well, I don't know. Anything. Even today we're talking about giving back. And, yes. I, and I think what you find when you go to that group is all the women you have there are willing to give back. Yes. They're all willing to share. Yes. Um, uh, you know, whatever they learn from a business standpoint. And I know a lot of the speakers sometimes are women that are part of that group. And uh, they're willing to share their expertise. Yes. I mean, that's, that, I that's what makes it so rich. It, right. You know, it might've been uh, a dream that was in my heart. Yep. And so maybe I started it, but mm-hmm. let me tell you, the reason that wise women is t- today yep. still here four years later is because of the women in the room. Oh yeah. They're amazing women yep. and they continue to attract amazing women. Right. And that's just going to con- continue that's right. on. You got great food. There's always good food. food. There's yes. always great speakers. You give yes. the uh, you, the women have a time to talk and to. Oh yes, I guess. I mean, hello, what? we're women, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be right, around four years now. later I do if all we the didn't. Talking <laughs> and I leave, and I don't understand this, you know. But uh, no, just kidding. So from eleven to eleven thirty is connecting yeah. time. Um, yes. You know, a lot of women say, "Is this a networking group?" Right. And it it really isn't a networking group. Right. It's an educational group. But I'll tell you that anytime you get that many awesome women together, natural networking is going to happen. So they do promote and help each other in their own businesses or, or inspire each other as mothers or whatever the, the situation is. One of the reasons that I was able to start wise women Mm -hmm. is because I came to wise wealth Mm -hmm. and I shared with you what was on my heart Mm -hmm. and you said you should do it. And because of the mission of wise wealth, that really empowered me and inspired me to start this group and so mm-hmm. first of all i'm i'm super grateful i don't i can't imagine another environment where i could actually have started this Good. and have it thrive the way it is so thank you for that and then you asked about <laughs> topics so yes. yeah so we started off as kind of financial education and we continue that quarterly we're going we cover financial topics but women don't tend to compartmentalize their right. finances. Yeah. It's really amazing. Right. So, you know, pretty much anything that affects a woman's life affects her finances. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be wise in, in all things. And so, um, and why do we want to be wise in all things? Um, and so, you know, the mission statement of Wise Wealth, mm-hmm. I was able to take that and it's just kind of adapt it. Yeah. Of, uh, so we, we've, women, we've changed it slightly, yes. but it's, it's yep. mostly the same. So educating and guiding women investors on the path to financial significance where they are free to give, serve, and live like mm-hmm. never before. And really that two verses, you know, I, I'm really inspired by the Bible. And so mm-hmm. that really guides me. And so yep. Galatians 5, 13 and 14 basically says you're called to be free, but when you're free, don't use that freedom to indulge yourself mm-hmm. is basically what it's saying. Right. It's saying that it is better to serve one another. 
And so that principle um, really inspired me in this. And so why do we want to do all these things? Why do we want to be wise? Why do we want to learn together and grow together? Well, because we want to be able to be free Mm -hmm. to give, serve, and live like never before. And that's really what the purpose is. So we have topics like looking at your estate planning. Um, We have things, uh, how to grow your business. We may have topics about how your personality affects how you interact with your children and your co-workers. Um, We talk about financial topics. Um, I talk about how to view your finances through what you've talked about in the Mm -hmm. past, the three buckets and and how to allocate certain things for certain buckets at different seasons of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's all kinds of things, but they're all for the purpose of being wise so that we can be free to give, serve, and live. It's awesome, uh, Samantha. Yeah, I mean, I love the uh, the mission that you have. Uh, I love the passion that you have to help women and to, to help them succeed and to empower them. It, there's a lot to be said for a group like this that started four years ago and it is going strong. Uh, you have a you know solid group of people that come out you know each and every month. All your quarterly things. I, I'd love to see the interaction between you and that group. And uh, it just continues to grow. And I think it's one that you've created an environment there where people just, they don't want to miss it. I feel like you've created something there that if a woman, I I hear from women in Lee Summit, when I talk to them, they all know about it, it seems like. And, you know, they all, they love the events they've been to. When they miss out, they miss out. They want to be there. And so... I think it's a great thing in, in really, you know, even for our clients at Wise Wealth, those of you who are listening to, you know, the podcast, uh, you may or may not be aware of it. And so this is one of the reasons why we wanted to put Samantha on the podcast today to talk about this Wise Women group, because really, um, we want our clients to be aware of it. We want other, you know, women who may hear about this podcast to be aware of it. And so you can go to our website, wisewealth.com. There is a link towards the bottom. There's a Wise Women logo. You can click on that. It'll take you directly to the website. Or you can go directly there, wisewomen.education. And I know you have a newsletter. I know you have, if people will sign up on that, you'll always email them and tell them about upcoming events. I do have to ask you two questions. Okay. And I know we're getting too ready for the end of the show and really what this show is all about. And that is serving. I asked you personally you know, about serving, but I also know that part of the reason why you started Wise Women is to serve women. Yes. Um, that you felt like had these needs, something that you, you would have liked to have seen or have benefited from at some point in time in your life. And so you're giving back in this way, which I think is great. But then Wise Women itself as an organization is involved in giving and in serving. So I want you to tell us real quickly about the Wise Women Advancement Fund. And then also in what ways does the Wise Women's Group, you know, give back and serve? If you can answer those two. Sure. So in the give category, yes, we've uh, started a Wise Women Advancement Fund, which really is just um, there. We're going to fund it through quarterly events throughout the year and then have an application process. And Mm -hmm. that's going to benefit a woman in our community or women, depending Mm -hmm. upon the size of the fund, um, who are wanting to better themselves. Sometimes, you know, you see funds that are out there just to help with college or further Mm -hmm. education. But what if a a woman is single and has children and uh, just needs a new computer because she's a real estate agent and she's trying to earn a living? I mean, it could be all kinds of things. Could be books that she needs or membership fees or something. Mm -hmm. But it's for any woman um, at any age. And so that's an exciting thing that Mm -hmm. we're doing. And then 
each quarter through the luncheons, uh, we're ra- we have raffles every single okay. month. And so women can buy $5 raffle tickets when they sign up for the luncheons. And all the money that it comes from the raffle tickets each quarter goes to a different nonprofit okay, awesome. as well. So we've got that as well. And then next year, we're going to have a serve day. Um, mm-hmm. The date is still undetermined, but we have a small group of women who are going to help plan that. And That's we're awesome. going to be serving our community in different ways intentionally so That's yeah we're awesome. excited about doing those things together yeah that is great uh, paul this is awesome this is why uh, i know we wanted to have uh, samantha on the show today and just to give people a you know a taste of what it what it means to serve uh, why it's important to serve what it does for you mm-hmm. as the person who's giving back not only just the organization that you're doing it but that you can be intentional uh, as a person, as an organization. And that's what I love about Wise Women. It was all started as a service to women in this community. That yeah. was the whole point of it. And then not only now was it started for that reason, the women in that group are starting to serve other you know people and wanting to give back, uh, which I think is great. And so uh, I definitely wanted to, I want to make sure all the women that are listening to the podcast notes today know about Wise Women, this group, but also about Samantha as a financial advisor, I mean, if you're a woman who is looking for financial help uh, with your investments, with your you know financial planning, with your retirement income planning, there's no one I'd recommend more than Samantha here at Wise Wealth. You can go to wisewealth.com. You can look at you know the our people on that webpage, and you can find Samantha. And you can send her an email directly and talk with her. And uh, I mean, she's a great advisor for everyone, but uh, especially for women. Absolutely. And I know that you referenced it earlier, but if you want to know a little more of Samantha's backstory and how she got into this and all of that, uh, season two, episode mm-hmm. nine, if you haven't, go back and listen to it. That's a great way to get to know her. And Samantha, I know one of the things I've loved about working with you and knowing you is um, you model what you're teaching your clients and they see that too. So that's why we do this. Mm-hmm. And right. we want to know that, uh, you know, this is this just isn't something we're saying for it's other people. It's what we do. It's how we live. And that's why we're doing this. So thank you, Samantha, for being on here. Thank you, Stephen, again. And, of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for tuning into the Simplify Your Retirement podcast with Stephen Strickland. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Stephen comes out with a new podcast, it will show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Like this one today, share with all the women you know in your life. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Wise Wealth, this is Paul Brock reminding you that financial peace comes from having a plan. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Simplify Your Retirement podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wise Wealth LLC or Simplify Your Retirement. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of a financial advisor or other qualified financial professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.